But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Inhale, exhale. What's going on, everybody? Good morning and welcome to the Chop Sports Daily, coming to you live from the flipping Made Easy studio in Matawan, New Jersey, uh, and coming to you live, chopping it up from the Cabinet Creation Sports Desk. It is Sturch, it is Gooch, it is Grassroots Day. It's just the two of us. Rob is, God bless Rob, he's out there, I think, about to have a kid, so that's yeah, excellent no, for him. He's at a, one of those pre- the meetings, they're like, like hey, know, we're about to do this with your uh, appointments. Yeah. Excuse so, me. Don't but anyway, don't know congr- what I'm saying. congratulations to uh, to Rob originally, uh, not originally, uh, ahead of time um, for the uh, for the upcoming kids. So, um, all right. So first and foremost, there's not going to be uh, there's going to be your, your typical plugs and show and everything we're supposed to do on this show. Um, that's going to happen. Right. Uh, but first and foremost, you know, uh, we do want to touch on the, the the tragic events that happened yesterday. Um, obviously, everybody knows the story by now, unless you're completely tone deaf. Like it's um, it's out there. Uh, another uh, school shooting and 18 um, year old goes into an elementary school, um, takes down a bunch of kids. Uh, eight, eight, you know, there's uh, um, 18 originally and then it went up to 21 and then there's teachers involved. And, and it's just we're not going to get into, you know, details of how we feel about certain ways, but it's just one of those things, Gooch, where it's like today I, I've driven, I've driven to this office for a year and a half now. And it takes me about 30, 35 minutes. And I went to the gym and I, and I trip, typically do that in the morning first. Um, but it takes uh, every day I drive. And it, this is where I knew this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. Because every day you drive to work when you don't like your job, you're like, Ugh, you know, you're miserable. You don't want to do it. I've been driving to work for the last year and a half happy. I have like every day, like I'm like, we're going to get going. We're going to get this show on the road. Like it's going to be fun. We're going to have some fun, you know, have some laughs. But of course, you know, things like yesterday happen. And for me, it was, um, it was, it was, I was here. Uh, you had left already. I was by myself and, and I saw the news break and I'm like, come on, you know, like this is, it's getting to the point now where it's just tiring and it's, it's so, it's so disappointing to keep reading and, and hearing about this kind of stuff in, in the world. And I'm not about like, again, I'm not about to sit there like, well, this is how we change it. And this is what we guys should do. And we should do this. We should do that. And like, my thoughts never went that way at all. First uh, it's like, bro, like kids, these are kids now, Gooch, you know what I'm saying? And like, this is where it hits me hurt. It hits me hard uh, as a dad. It probably hits you hard as a, as an uncle, uncle Chris, you know what I mean? These kids are going to school a human being as a, yeah. Like I mean, Every day, man. Every day, There's these kids are going we to school. Even say it's a fucking terrible situation. There is no fix. There might be, but we don't know it. But it's we're hard. not. Here's the thing: we we have these debates. We talked about it for like pretty much the whole entire hour in pre, right? And how we were going to approach this situation. And there's always that we don't want to have, you know, some of the things that are happening in society spill over into what we're doing because it it's divisive in some ways. Now we run into these situations where we have no choice and we have to touch on certain situations. And this is one of those times. Um, but I'm going to refrain from giving any type of opinion. As you said, it's just, yeah, man, it's terrible. It's awful. Twenty something kids. You look at your niece and nephews, you look at your, your kids and you're like, you know, sending them off to school. shouldn't be the last time you see your kids. Right. That's all you can say. Right. And something's got to change. And again, we don't, I don't, he doesn't probably everybody watching 
We don't have that power uh, to change anything. So hopefully the people that do, it gets better, you know, and again, I'm not making suggestions because I'm not that guy and I can't, I don't, I don't have suggestions. I do have prayers and I do have thoughts uh, towards the families. And, and again, like I said on my Facebook today, and it's, it's pretty simple. You know, you woke up with a, with a sore back or, or, you know, you didn't get a lot of sleep last night or you got bills to stacking up or your girlfriend, your boyfriend's pissing you off or you're having a fight with someone that just, it all goes away today, man. Like that, that moment where you feel like complaining about something like, some of these, some of these parents will never see their their kids again. And last night, I uh, broke rules at my house. I, my my daughter goes, my daughter goes to bed at a certain time every night. We have a routine, and once you get a kid into a routine, when they're when they're uh, in a routine and that that young, you always want to stick to it. Last night, I, I broke the routine, man. I was like, no, no, no. Like when you're done with your like. Stella's gonna watch the Ranger game with me, and usually within eight seconds, she'll be like, "Can you put on Moana?" You know, or can you put on something else? And yeah, then last yeah. night, I was just like, she was into it. She's like, "What's that?" I was like, "That's the puck." You know, and then you got to like tread lightly, like how many how, how she pronounces puck. You know, and you're like, oh, "Okay," but then like you know, she watched the game with me, and then we took a bath at first intermission, and I said, "I said, Stella, like the game's coming back on." She goes, "We got to hurry. We got to get downstairs and watch this game." And I said, "Yeah, I know. Let's go." You know. And, you know, Steph's like, no, she needs to go to bed. I'm like, not tonight. You know, not tonight. And yeah. she watched two periods, put her to bed after that. And I did tell Stella, I said, if they if they start losing, I'm waking you up. And you're coming back downstairs because I'm superstitious like that. Come back downstairs and watch the game. But it's like today when I'm leaving for work, you know, you, you I hug my my daughter and I and I hug my son. And, and it's like that should never be the last time I see these kids. And I know they're not going to school yet, right? But I'm also going to work. And I can go to Quick Check, and something yeah. happens last week at a, at a grocery store. Yeah. Shit's got to stop. There's no such thing as a silver lining in this situation. No. But what these things do is they add perspective to everybody's life. So when those times where you're you're just doing it in passing, you know, this gives you that reminder that every time it can be the last time, just for the sake of you don't know what's going to happen when you leave your house. So just and that's in those moments, take it all in. And that's, that's all we gotta really say about it, <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, again, I love you, Jimmy. Like cuts her at eighteen with her boyfriend screaming, "Jets, Jets, Jets, Jets." Yeah. Well, listen, it's a smooth transition. It is a smooth I, transition. Yeah, bring us right back. Bring us out of the uh, to the realm of possibilities again. Once again, from Chop Sports, Starch and Gooch, everybody that ever walks through these doors. Rob, I'm sure shares the same sentiment. Obviously, Ashley's here all the time. Dean is in the other room. We all have somebody in our life right now that you just hugged a little, little tighter last night. Uh, and it should be that way going forward. You know, and I don't compare this to like 9-11, but this is the kind of thing where it's like something this tragic. You really, really want to uh, just love everybody that's really close to you, you know, because you just you just don't know. You just don't know. So, again, thoughts and prayers with everybody over at uh, Rob Elementary School in Texas. Um, so in any event, if you want to support Chop Sports, you can do that by heading on over to Patreon.com. And that is forward slash Chop Sports. There is a $3, a $5, and a $10 increment on how you can support the show. Um, I, I wish there was more we can do uh, for the victims' families, but I, I, you know, I don't know how to arrange all that stuff. You know, it, it, I'm sure it's easy, and I'm sure if I really wanted to look into it, I could. Um, well, we have some things coming up. We do. Barbecue. We do we have, have some, the barbecue we have and some, stuff. Um, some, I guess, the dodgeball tournament that is kind of – stalling out a little bit but that's not on our end we have to kind of yeah, yeah. But i mean there's we, probably we have multiple some, ways we have some opportunities coming up where maybe we could do something for for some of these families but yeah we'll, we'll absolutely. cut to that when we you know cross that bridge when we get to it absolutely but, uh how do you feel personally on a physical level uh the, being that this is the last show you will be doing in your 30s gooch 
I feel the exact same way that I felt <laughs> last year. I, I feel no different, honestly. I've been telling everybody that I'm 40 for the last year and a you half. You know, but, so but what's, cra- what's crazy is, bro, if you walked into any any setting, there's no shot anybody's guessing 40. I know. So you've yeah. done well. I you've did, done yeah, well I, with I, I, taking I, care of yourself and I'm, making sure you still look I'm the happy part. about that. I am so, 39, one last day into my 30s, Ryan. Yeah, so tomorrow I will be 40. It's unfucking real when I think about it. That's Oof. I I listen, I can't I can't fathom the day. Because in my mind, when I'm like, uh, you know, um, whatchamacall, with my in my mind, I, I'm thinking when I turn 40, you know, it'll be four years from my, my my daughter's gonna be seven. And that that's the scary part. I'm like, oh my God, you know, like that's insane to me. Um, time moves fast, man. Uh, if you want to buy Gucci birthday gift, uh, you can do so by heading on. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, subscribe no, 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 and no, no, like no. the video. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. That? I'm good. Subscribe and like the video for his uh, 39th, 40th, 41st birthday. Um, but we were talking about a barbecue. Yes, the right? barbecue and is possible, coming up. Some possible ways to raise some funds. Yeah, yeah. So we're, maybe we'll do a little 50-50 and give something to the charity that day. But if you want to join us over at Merrill Park, it's on Sunday, June 26th. And... You either reach out to myself, Dave, or Ashley via chopsports.events at gmail.com. I'm going to say it again, chopsports.events at gmail.com. Please, guys, if, you are, if you're going and you are bringing people, which it's an open invitation at this point. If you got an invite, we trust the fact that you're going to bring someone that's cool. Mm-hmm. So open invitation. If they're not cool, don't bring let them. Us, let everybody know. If they're not cool, definitely don't bring them. But reach out to Ashley in that email. She's the one kind of manning the sign-up sheet at the moment and – I know that there's a lot more people going that are actually on the sign-up sheet uh, just through texting and, and things like that. So please get that email over to her. It's not that hard. I know it's like five clicks. We yeah, we will be joined by uh, Mike Salerno, host of the Squeaky Bum Time. That's a soccer podcast on our network. We will be joined with, by him in a couple minutes. Uh, he asked the question, will Mr. 706 be there? So, Jimmy, that is an open invite to make sure you're there because I think Salerno uh, Jimmy's going to be there. Salerno's from Florida. So maybe he books a flight and says, I'm coming up here to meet Jimmy Palumbo. I think you met him already. No, wasn't he in the wasn't he in the studio at the same time? Yeah, one they, time? they were. They, they talked were. about how soccer sucked <laughs> or yeah, like the, yeah, yeah. or like how, how Jimmy tried to coach soccer one time. It just wasn't a, there wasn't was a definitely good thing. A meeting, but there hasn't been a meeting since the. Uh, since Laurent deleted Jimmy's episode, so we'll see how that goes. It's going to be fun. That will be forever. We'll the the uh, lobby in the, uh, in yikes. the main lobby. Yikes! Yeah, that is going to be a, a brawl. Uh, remember that time he deleted episode fifty-four or whatever the hell it was. Um, but anyway, it doesn't. Yeah, ducks under desk. Mike Salerno coming to Hill Talk Rangers in just a couple seconds. Uh, I do want to touch on the Yankees real quick. Last night, no, Jimmy, he did not erase your show. Just so we're clear, it no, was not yeah, Mike no, Salerno. Was, he did so not. Just, we're, we're kidding. Mike we're did kidding. not. Laurent did not. <laughs> It definitely throw, wasn't Mike. Throwing my, Laurent under the bus. As Mike is just like, I could see him in, in, the, in the green room have you, and he's, he's panicking right now. He's running around. Um, anyway, so another big moment last night for the Yankees. Again, there is some things that you could kind of to, to circle back on and say, oh, this is not a good look. Uh, Jimmy's going to stop watching the Yankees because now we're probably going to miss uh, out on Giancarlo Stanton for the next 10 days. You would assume uh, he's getting an MRI today on his calf. When guys are built like that, man, it's like, you're bound to break. You're bound to break. Like you're just not like you shouldn't be a bodybuilder in a baseball uniform. That's like he's a freaking statue. So things are going to tweak. They're going to go. And that, that makes me even more worried about the fact that we're like, man, Stanton could play the field. Let him go play the field. What happens? Like this, he's played the field the last couple of nights or a you know, couple times in the last couple of days. And all of a sudden he's got a strained calf. He was he was getting strained calves without playing the field for this the last couple of years. So. I don't know that playing the field necessarily is the reason why he's hurt. I feel like in some cases, a little extra wear and tear. 
a little wear and tear, but I also think sometimes you get the, your motor going a little bit throughout the game. Did he you're do actually it? able to stay active instead of just getting cold? Do you think and then he did it to go bad and then cold and then having to go bad? I think that there could be something to that. Do you think but, he did it during the Gucci like play he made in right field where it was like a late reaction? Did you see that play? I didn't. Oh, he was like, so the ball was trailing. He's back, 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 and then he's like, oh shit, and he has to dive like in a standing position where as, he made like, the play. He made the play. So that's why I said Gucci like yeah, play. Yes, yes. Um, so he made the play, but that I mean that was a weird, wacky Q, turn. Jimmy's gonna talk shit, but go ahead. Keep what going. judge will be next? Oh. No, about my um, about softball your softball prowess. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it's interesting to see what the Yankees are gonna do now, um, especially now in the bullpen too. You got uh, obviously we've over the head. We're like, nah, Chapman, no, 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 this guy stinks. Get him out of there. He stinks, and now he's hurt. Fifteen day DL, fifteen or ten, one of those two. I don't even know how many different ten. ILs there are. But anyway, he's out for a little while. We got, obviously, Chad Green, who's had a struggling season thus far. He's out for the year. Luis Hill can never be brought back again uh, for this year. So now they're in a position where last night, Clay Holmes came in. He shut the door. He did his job. He might be the new closer until further notice. Or like Loisica, I'm sure they can kind of sample guys. But you lost some arms in the bullpen. And now, again, they are the first team to 30 wins. Um, you know, before the Mets, uh, well, they actually lost last night. But, like, the 30 wins – are you at all concerned about this stuff kind of starting to pile up here? Or do you think the luck's about to change? Um, I'm definitely concerned because why wouldn't you be lost? Not, I don't think he's our best bat, but our second best bat up to this point this year. And you lose the back end of your bullpen. Everybody's talking shit about Chapman. Maybe there's a big reason why his velocity was down and he's probably been playing through an injury. True. That said, we don't have Chapman anymore. And now we're going to get to see what everybody wanted. We're going to get to see what life is like with no Chapman at closer. I've kind of given him a lot more of a long leash than most Yankee fans have. And but it's been harder to defend that point as of late. I and admit. Jimmy's coming back in saying, you know, look at the Red Sox. They have 15 guys batting over 330. We have none. Um, this is not new news. Like the Yankees have been living by yeah, the, 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 the long ball forever. And so I've it's been, not, I've been not on the side news. of the fence where it's like people were writing the Red Sox off already. You look at their their lineup it's not yeah, no, they, they, their they, pitching is really struggling and they've been banged up but we'll see if the red Sox, if they could win enough games they'll be one of those teams that are players at the trade that ah, the troll is off to a hot star stanton is on peds i miss the days where guys were just natural ball players like bonds <laughs> yeah <laughs> see, and, and jimmy the red Sox are all batting over 330 but they also haven't been winning many games so i mean they're, 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 they're a little better than i just said um the mets lost a shitty one last night if you stayed up for that those west coast trips are tough especially that game was amazing i mean yeah, I didn't see the Amazing rest of it. Game. 19, I went to sleep as soon as Luca won. I was like, I'm out. 37 done. hits. Was there really? 37 hits in that game. And it was just a back so and forth. So a pitcher's forth, duel, back obviously. And forth, <laughs> back and forth. Um, I would say the one major point of concern for the Mets right now is obviously they're finding ways to win games. Even the game that they lose, they found ways to win that game. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Like they they had a couple of hiccups in the in the last night. They the lost. Bullpen. I understand, but they they battled and they found ways to win. Even though they didn't win, they're not going out without a fight in any Bassett sin- did any get rocked though so it's kind of that's my point yeah the major point of concern would be Bassett here you know he pitched really well to start off the season he had like an up and down start last in his last go around and yesterday it was like the wheels fell off it could just be um an anomaly yeah. but maybe he's feeling a little bit of added pressure to go out there and and take take on that ace role now that Max is out. Yeah, and uh, just to, to, to the toast, uh, getting up at 7.15 in the morning in Alaska time, I do want to give you uh, rule number 
345,602 about Jimmy Palumbo. None of his stuff is ever accurate. So don't like for him to say like, oh, they're all batting over 330. He's not actually saying they're all batting over 330. I know you're a stats guy. So before you jump off into oblivion, like it's not, you know, it's not, it's not the same thing. Um, yeah. So AJ Bascon coming in, resident Mets fan of the crew. Edwin Diaz disappointed the ice out of me. Disappointed the ice out of me new but i really am so impressed with this lineup the fight has been unbelievable yeah so there's something to be impressed about you know what i mean like and look definitely i mean the, mets, still- the mets have been dealing oh. with their slew of injuries and here they are sitting at 29 games on the cusp of having the second uh second team to win 30 mm. and they've battled through a ton of injuries now it's the yankees turn Life. i said this a couple weeks ago and i hope i'm wrong about it but i think that Boone isn't the right guy to man the the ship when it comes to things starting, the wheels starting to fall off, and Buck Showalter is. So we'll see if Boone could prove me wrong. I hope I hope he does. He do hasn't think, in the past. Do you think losing a guy like Stan, and now you're going to have to play Hicks and Gallo like all the time now in the outfield, do you think that's a big concern considering who the manager is? Like when and when and where they're going to pick him out of the lineup? No, Last night, Hicks once no. again, and I understand he's been getting a couple hits here and there, but he's still terrible. Well, look, let's, terrible. let's just – I'm going to pump the brakes because maybe Stanton's just a day, day-to-day thing and there's Could no be. aisle we're, we're waiting to hear from Just it. basing it on uh, his his history, his injury history, he'll probably hit the DL just out of his precaution because it's still May. Um, but, yes, I'm I'm definitely concerned. He's our one of the biggest bats. He's the best power hitter in baseball, and I say that meaning, like, if you look at all the stat graphs and things like that, he's got all the hard-hit balls over 120. So out of the top 10 in the last five years, he's got five. So Stanton is, like – alone on top when it comes to hard hit and contact and all that that weird shit that toast probably loves yeah so so yes it's concerning the only guy that they could possibly bring in right now to be to assist things would be no power whatsoever that's brett gardner so that would be outfield that's a thing i do think it's a possibility that we see bro if we're sitting here and we're needing outfield help he's in baseball shape still i mean i mean is is that the whole stay ready type thing like Baseball shape. I think Brett Gardner's. It's going to be hard for him to get out of. Babe Ruth was shape. never in baseball. Look at the shape. guy. Um, <laughs> so, that's fun. But if we only need a guy to come in and bat one ninety, got you know, your guy. We got our guy. <laughs> got our guy. You can steal a couple bases, maybe. Um, anyway, so Yankees Mets. Obviously, that they're to continue their respective series. But speaking of getting back into the series, ladies and gentlemen, the New York Rangers get the job done last night. They played a hell of a hockey game last night. Let me tell you something. They were on fire the entire time. Um, I thought for sure it was going to be a shutout. But, of course, you know, Igor's not perfect. We understand that. But joining us right now is the host of the Squeaky Bum Time podcast, which you can find on the podcast network. They're going to take a little bit of a break, Ski, because soccer is not year-round like I thought it was. Uh, but like, <laughs> There's not a lot of news. But there is news in the New York Rangers market. Uh, your thoughts about tying this bad boy at home? Yeah, it feels really good to, to see the boys come out and really put together a full 60-minute performance like that they did last night. Um, you know, you think back to game one, uh, a phenomenal play by Ajo. They see scores on the rebound, and then they get a, a you know a shit bounce in overtime. Mm. This could be 3-1 Rangers very easily. Um, so, you know, they ha- I, I would say that games three and four were a, a statement. Right? They really embodied the – I find that Madison Square Garden in the playoffs has like an anger to it. Like everybody's really excited. They're waving their towels in like other arenas in Carolina and in Tampa, but in like Boston and the Northeast, there's an inherent, like we're going to hurt you today. And Reeves and Truba. Truba might have literally, he floored that guy. And I'm like, I I, I had to take a step back. Like, is he going to get up? Like, (laughs) yeah. And so 
I was I was actually impressed for the first time in a very long time at the officiating. They got that 100% right, not just because I'm wearing a Rangers shirt, but uh, they usually any big hit at open ice is going – there's going to be an arm up immediately, right? And they're right. they're going to confer about it. They're going to figure if it's a two or a five or whatever. Max Domi got a little bit of his own medicine last night. After, he was the guy after game three who went after Ryan Lindgren, who, by the way – you're starting a fight with a guy who chops wood for fun. So really not a great call. Um, Perfect guy so for top sports, to be honest. With you. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and and uh, Truba really laid him out in, in a good way. Uh, shoulder and elbow were down. Uh, he was off balance a little bit. His He went like neck first into the boards, which, again, I that inherent anger from MSG, I mm. love to see it. Um, but it really set the tone for a lot of things. We got the power play and then we scored off of that hit, right? So very rarely do you see something like that in today's game. I was showing my wife the Scott Stevens Paul Korea hit from 20 years oh ago. Oh my god. Uh, and I was like, I was like, that was a penalty. That should have been a penalty 20 years ago. He would have been kicked out of the league today, right? Right, so, right. Um, it was refreshing to see that called uh as it was, and then for us to capitalize on, on the power play. All right, so your thoughts now. It's 2-2, and, and Kyle bringing up a very good point. This is, like, first time since, like, 1940-something that the Carolina Hurricanes, uh, the home team in any of their series, have won every game. They're 11-0 at home. Um, it, it, the home teams are 11-0. So now, with the series being tied 2-2, you know, do you think it's a possibility to steal one on the road? And if so, this is just my opinion. It's got to be the next one. I think, I think they got to win the next one. If this goes seven, I don't feel good about it. If the Rangers can pick one off in the next game, I think this is, this is a whole different, a whole different series. Yeah. I mean, every game has been pretty much a coin flip so far. Right. And, and uh, Kyle's absolutely right. Uh, they're zero and five away from, from PNC arena. Uh, so I do think that they'll be able to, um, you know, it'll be, a, it'll be another tight game. Take the under, if anything, uh, it'll be a classic kind of playoff, you know, kind of rough and tumble matchup, but absolutely. Like I said before, go right back to game one. We were two minutes away from taking game one on their home ice. Um, so I, I think that uh, it's, it's an interesting um, when you look at how physical they were in games one and two versus how passive they were. And you, the Rangers were sort of the inverse of that. Right. Really right. Feeding off of the, the crowd energy in all four uh, games for the home team. Yeah, they're going to have more jump. They're going to be getting after it. Tony D'Angelo is not going to be getting booed and yelled at every time he touches the puck. Um, but I, it, listen, this is him and this the, is co- what the, him and the coach are. might throw blows by the end of this series. I yeah, think. Gallant <laughs> is Gallant's an old-fashioned hockey guy. Right. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a series. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, right. this is great. Look, it's best of three. This is what you get into the playoffs for. So, All right, so go, go win look, in Carolina. Before we get, before we let you go, knee-jerk reaction. Do the Rangers win this series now the way they're playing now in a, in two games in a row? I'm so confident that they're going to win this series that I just bought games four and six in Tampa. <laughs> Dude, you're talking, Good luck, you're bro. talking about touching the money, you son of a bitch. You just ruined everything. No, uh, no, no. no that's incredible. That's Worst incredible. Case, yeah, I sell way, it to Carolina. If the Rangers win, <laughs> if the Rangers win, it will be Sturch's Rangers against Gooch's Tampa Bay Lightning. So uh-huh. uh, that'll be uh, interesting. All right, Mike, thanks so much for joining us, bro. We appreciate the insight, man. Have a good you one, got buddy. It, boys. That's Mike Salerno, host of the Squeaky Bum Time podcast. You can find that on the uh, Chop Sports Podcast Network. Uh, We want to thank Mike for coming on, taking a couple minutes to talk some Rangers hockey. Um, And, yeah, so, therefore, the Rangers are now up in this series to me, like, as far as, like, playing up. And um, they got the momentum. The momentum has shifted. And, uh, you know, we got to go down to Carolina and take care of some business. So, we'll see. Uh, Last night, another team uh, in a different sport decided to – 
stick it to them. And I think that this series, and I told you yesterday that this was going to be the game that the Mavericks won. And I said it was going to be closer. I did. Um, the closest game uh, wound up being a 10-point win for the Dallas Mavericks. But, again, I don't typically do this, but I did fade the sauce yesterday. I, I had this, like, the same thing about that Steelers game with the whole last game for Roethlisberger at home. I was like, I just – I know he's playing like shit, but I feel like Roethlisberger is going to deliver, blah, blah, blah. It's the same way. If you look at the comments, I think – Kyle was wishing he faded the sauce yesterday once he saw that scoop was on on Golden State. He was like, God damn it, if I would have known that, I would have faded the sauce. There it is. <laughs> Bail when scoop tails. Oh, I like that. And then there it is. Toast saying that's the hoodie right there. Bail when scoop tails. Um, but yeah, this game as a whole, you knew, like, I had the feeling that they weren't going to just go quietly into the night. They got one of the best players in the NBA. Um, you know, going right now, and uh, he drops 30. Finney Smith dropping 23. Uh, dude, they were up at 30, but about 30 the, at one the point. The difference in this game was they didn't miss from behind the arc. They right. were, I think everybody shot like 70% from behind the arc. It was, last night it was, they answered our call. We said, We need more than Luca. And they, they were like, Yeah, we're, we hear you, Chop Sports. We'll, we'll show up and <laughs> yeah. start banging these threes, show the Splash Brothers who's actually. The Splash Brothers these days, but it all come tumbling down on them in game five. Uh, so so AJ is not having a good time, apparently. So AJ's coming in. AJ Bascone coming in. The series is clownery. I want it to end. I'm done betting NBA. Give me baseball. Well, that's the thing. It's like you, you look at this. You look at this series. You look at all of the series across the board, even the ones that went seven. I was talking to my buddy Greg about this on, on the on the treadmill today at the gym. He goes, you know, and we brought this up in the chat. Uh, last we, night, I think we may even talked about it loosely on the show. I asked the other day, like, what's been the signature moment of this postseason? I thought it'd be this, and and it's even Luca dropping thirty is really not signature to me. Maybe it was a team effort up for a great NBA Finals, but I really the, hope looking so. at the scope of the East right now and how everybody's just banged up, everyone's a game time decision in both starting lineups and their ro- their entire rotation. Right now, did you see the thing I was talking to you about it earlier? I don't know if you actually saw it on one of the socials, but there's a bet out there where. A guy's got plus 850 Golden State to win it all. It's like a $6,000 bet with a $66,000 payout, whatever it might be. I don't know. Um, and there's a $30,000 cash out. And everyone in the comments is like, you need to cash that out and hedge it. And I'm like, no. Is it to win or get there? Just to win. To win. Oh, okay. But but my point is, like, if you're a if you're a gambler and you're gambling six grand, you know, what? what really, the other way. Hedge that bitch. No, no, no. No, no, no. First of all, hedge it now. They're, they're up three games to one. No, I'm wait, talking about the championship wait when series. They, wait when they win this series which is guaranteed and then see what see what things look I don't like know, on not the according other side. to reggie bullock give me a break he said they're not um, losing another game <laughs> just, i'm I mean, just they, telling you what he said well, <laughs> i'm just telling you what he what's said he supposed to say honestly you should say nothing but what is he gonna say former we're nick gonna, we're gonna lose another game well, we'll probably lose one more me and jimmy <laughs> i actually said that to jimmy the other night uh in texting about the basketball game i was like yeah i'm watching the mavericks and or the former all the knicks that are succeeding right now <laughs> like neil frankie neil Aquino's hitting fucking three-pointers i'm like that guy hit none for us he played nice defense but he was not a yeah but this series is over i feel like the nba finals are over it's golden state or nobody at this point yeah you think i do i do i who look i'm i'm big Miami Heat fan. Well, don't bury I'm, the lead. I hate you know, the like, Celtics, but I've been, talk I've about been kind of talking about how they have have a shot this year. You're not seeing you're not seeing enough out of these guys. Like each team, you're we're talking singing Jimmy Butler's praises, <laughs> and then two out of the next three games, he shits the bed, and now he's dealing with an injury. Jason Tatum, you know, he's up and down. He enters the top five. We're talking about is Tatum the be- better than Durant? Top three, just took out Giannis Durant, giant killer, all this, and then he drops ten points in a dud. So, Curry dropped just 20. Uh, but just I will say 20. this. I will say this. 
for for Golden, thank God for Dallas's sake, this lead was the way it was because Golden State outscored Dallas thirty nine to twenty in the fourth quarter. So thank God they had a thirty point lead. You know what I mean? If not, this game is swung the other way, and Dallas is going home. So it's like it's it's very it's interesting. It's interesting, but this one is now three to one. Um, and uh, game uh, was it four or five? So look, game five well, will be tomorrow night. Ryan, I agree that Boston's road to the finals is way tougher. I think that was the, you know, we've seen a power shift in the NBA over the last couple seasons, and now it's finally taken hold that the Eastern Conference is, is a little bit better than the West. But it could also just be the fact that Golden State is is clearly that much better than everybody else. So if they were in the East, I think they would have a cakewalk as well. And but and, and just to to give you a roundabout way of the path for the for the uh, the Maver- uh, the uh, the Warriors here, they've had a stinker. They threw up a stinker against uh, Memphis. You know what I mean? Like they've had these games before where they just get completely shocked out of the out yeah. Of the but stadium. when Golden State when they're down 15, 20, like it seems like they just stop playing at that point. They're like, look, we're not even going to try and battle into this one. Mm. In some cases, this one's different, I guess. But Steve Kerr, maybe it's more of a regular season thing, but. They take players out, and it's like, all right, this game is over. We're going to revisit this tomorrow. Yeah, you just wave that white flag real fast. Um, yeah. We can talk about Steph's legacy just for a split second, though. Right? Okay. Um, sure. And I know that Kyle will probably chime in a little bit on this, but talking about Steph's legacy, if he does win the finals this year and people stick to the narrative of, yeah, but he always has a stacked team, and it's like, yeah, but Steph has been the best player on every single stacked team. Well, I shouldn't say that because KD is better. But – Steph has been a very integral part of all these stack teams. And when you're talking about like he is the stack as far as part stack, of the yeah, stack. he's part of the stack. And as far as stack teams go, he didn't leave Golden State ever to go stack a team. So his legacy isn't tainted in that regard. You want to say guys wanted to go play with him. I think that's more of a testament than anything. And it's not even really that it's like everything has been built in house there outside of KD. And I don't think that they lose those finals without KD anyway. Ryan coming and saying Steph's legacy is great, but he needs what? Question mark. A finals MVP. I agree. He needs that. I don't know that he needs it. I don't know if he needs um, that either. Because when we're look, his legacy for what he's done for the game of basketball is intact. The finals MVP would be nice, but also just having four. <laughs> I mean, like, I could I'll live. He's I'll in live he's in four. he's in Brady territory. If they do, which I think everyone kind of agrees that it should be theirs to lose. If they win this year, they should also be favored going into next season, you would imagine. To do it again? Yeah. I mean, they're giving again. I think Kyle said the only guys that are they're missing next year as far as free agency is, you know, Kevin Looney and Otto Porter. Right. So which, I mean, they're they're role players, but like it's not going to break them. Looney probably earned himself a contract, but Otto Porter might just come back, you know. And and whoever they they uh they lose Looney, it's like okay, well, what whatever we were paying him last year, let's give it to let's find another one of those guys where he's going to get ten and six. Every game. Jimmy Palumbo, I guess this is adding to the legacy. He stayed home. Not like LeBron, not like anybody else. Like Steph Curry did not go anywhere. And that's admirable. Look, you're, I'm not going to swing just, my I'm vote on Steph Curry. I don't like Dave the guy. Little by little. No, bit, no, no. I don't like the guy. So bad. I don't like the guy. I do like the Warriors right now. Like if they if they win the West, I like them to win it all. And like not like I'm going to be openly rooting for them, but I'm saying like they're they're a team to I used to say the Warriors were unlikable, but they they have a lot of components that I like. I believe it or not, I don't like Steph, but I love Draymond Green. Yeah. <laughs> like, how's that make any and sense? Ryan, in a vacuum, if we're only looking at rings and that's what you're basing things on, then yes, Derek Fisher is better than Steph Curry. But in reality, where you have to factor in actual things that take place outside of just the seven games or less that take place at the end of the NBA season, whereas Derek Fisher also had Kobe scoring 30 and Shaq, right. right. you name it, Pau Gasol, on down the line. 
we can't really make those com- uh, those comparisons or even actually entertain it as a debate. Bailey coming and saying MVP is a useless stat for a guy's career. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's an honor, but that shouldn't determine anything when talking about the guy's legacy. So he thinks that the MVPs don't really matter. Um, I get maybe well, season long MVPs matter, but see, maybe not championship. See, if you have a good series. Here, but here's where I disagree with you. Um, I understand that maybe it doesn't matter in terms of legacy, but when we're looking at guys that are that all have a case to be the top two, top three, you have to start finding things that are going to separate these guys, whether it be a lot of it is is bullshit because it's like who chooses the MVP? It's the sports writers. And I don't really think that they have much. I shouldn't say they shouldn't be able to, but it's like they've well, got who else wrong, is going to do it. The fans. The coaches, maybe execs. Yeah, because you can't leave it to a fan vote. Because no, just not at all. Same guy whenever. As far year. as finals MVP, I I agree. But when we're talking again about guys, where you're like, okay, he's got five, he's got six. What have they done in these things to earn those six? You have to start yeah. doing that. And you know, Kyle made a good point yesterday. Like basketball is one of the best things to debate. People talk football. It's crazy how much chatter it gets. Everybody talks about basketball. And they get smoked by the NFL. Even guys guys that don't know shit about basketball have an opinion on basketball, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent. Uh, Do we really need to blame LeBron for leaving the bum-ass city of Cleveland? They were surrounding him with Anderson. uh, What's his name? I know. I know. Varjow. Okay. I know who Olgowski says. Heinous, he says. Heinous. But you know what, though? Not for nothing. Like, I don't like to compare the two sports, but, you know, for a while, you know, there was there was. Not rumors, but like stories about guys like Aaron Rodgers. Like every year, they would draft not the guy he wanted, or they wouldn't add any talent. You didn't see him packing up, and they lose every year. So that's not um, a dig. I mean, you get farther than us, so it's whatever. Very different. Very different. It, I, well, I'm saying like if your front office isn't going to help you, then yes, you should leave. Um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Rodgers should have been like, hey, I'm the not only help that this. he actually got was that Devon. they drafted Kyrie. <laughs> oh. They drafted Kyrie because they were so bad. After he left, did they got the first pick? Or, and then they came they back, and then you Kyrie got yourself a little yeah. super team scheme. So that's the only way that worked. Anyway, uh, you know, um, just so you know, before we preview the Heat and the Celtics game, for, what is it, four five? Yes. Um, and, and, yes, I agree, Ryan. Uh, so I'm, I'm wondering, and more than likely, um, they won't be worried about their uh, money in retirement. Ah, ah good segue. Ter- terrible segue, actually. Yeah. Uh, you'll pay, or how they'll pay for a long-term care if, uh, if it's needed. Will your family be okay? Stop worrying. Start planning. A comprehensive retirement plan gives you security and greater control over your money. Michael Fusco can help. As president of the Fusco Insurance Agency, Michael can help you create a comprehensive retirement plan. He'll explore using life insurance and annuities to help you build a more secure future so you can worry less now. Call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. That's 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. He also just added uh, a new service. I don't have the read in front of me. I should well, I'm going to wait until he gives me like the official one because I don't want to overstep or say you know the wrong thing. But Fusco is now starting to also help you um, with uh, small loans, business loans for the small business owner. If you you're in a not a rut, not a rut by any stretch, but I'm saying if you want to do something with your business and invest in a couple new pieces of equipment like a camera or something or like a drone, I don't know. Uh, but like if you want new things for your business, he can help you out. Uh, there's specific qualifications and stuff. But talk to Michael Fusco, Fusco Insurance Agency Okay, so, of course, we all know it's Swamp Ass season, so head on over to manscaped.com and use the promo code CHOPSPORTS for 20% off anything on their website. Um, Right now, we got that ultra-smooth package out there. It comes with the crop exfoliators and crop gel. Um, Any order, it doesn't matter. It works both ways and twice on Sunday. Um, You you lather it up on your balls. 
after you use the 400K LED lawnmower 4.0, you get it nice down, close as possible to that skin, and then you bust out that handy-dandy Crop Razor 2.0 with all that good exfoliator. We all like to exfoliate down there, right? Get rid of them. Yes. Get rid of them dingles. We don't need and, the excess and stuff. And you add that extra inch or two when you get rid of that bush. So head That's on that. over to manscaped.com. Use the promo code SHOPSPORTS. Do the damn thing. All right, so Manscaped all of a sudden is now helping your member grow a couple inches, too. So that's, I mean, look, it's like the gift that keeps on giving. 20% off, Chop Sports. Do it. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some some of us folks are still using Hotmail. Um, Ryan came in real quick. Aaron Rodgers plays for Bill Belichick. He also has seven rings. You, agree? Didn't, hear, you didn't hear me subtly agree with him? Oh, I'm sorry. As soon as he put it, I was like, yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, then I agree, too. I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. <laughs> so sorry about that. Uh, but anyway, and there is a... How about this? I'll, I'll one-up you. Anyone other than Mike McCarthy. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> well, then people are going to come in and say, yeah, but he no, hasn't had him three know. years in a row. But anyway, so I'm not going to get into that. Touch that with a 10-foot pole. But I will get into the game that's going on tonight, and that's the Celtics and the Heat. They go down one more time uh, to see uh, which home team is going to win one because it just seems to me that this series in particular uh, can be stolen um, on the road. We've seen it. We've seen Miami work. We've seen, you know, different things. We've seen Lord knows what we've oh, seen. We've seen yeah. it all. I'm, I got it. It's all there. I got it. It's right there. All right. Anyway, so, again, Rob. We'll need you, buddy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the um, the over under is 204 points. By the way, I slapped. Uh, oh, I bet the under last night, and that did not work out well. Um, but the spread is. Wait a minute, is this right? The Celtics are favored on the road. Yeah, that's. I mean, unless I'm tripping when I wrote it, but that's what I saw. Yeah, let me double check. Really? Okay. Yeah, I just think there's a lot of injury situations going on in Miami right now. Kyle coming in saying he'd rather have a pile of wet moldy bricks coach my football team rather than mike mccarthy all right well when you're got it, clearly not a mike guy guess you don't like the mojo moment bro come on what, yeah, what, right what? now right now that it's down to one and a half but all right yeah. so it's moving all right so i i would ask kyle where the money's going right now the game's in miami the series is tied at two this is a big big well, if series it's, if it's moving that way it's moving towards miami money's coming in on miami right now but i'm saying like like i'm trying to figure out the right way to word this so why why like why? injury statuses and shit like i don't know or why. just like i don't know sharpening i have no idea why the money is coming in that way because okay. i'm not deciding for the people and i don't know what the injury status is because most of these guys are all game time decisions at right. this point it's always like but 
anytime the Pulling money, Bill Belichick any, anytime here. the money moves towards like the point spread moves in favor of the team, that means the that's the team that's getting the money at that point. They don't, you know, like right? But that's it's because of the the, the the spread is moving because of the money. I'm wondering if the spread is moving because of injury stats. Well, it could be that, but usually no. Mm. I mean, sometimes, but in this case, have you seen an announcement? I have not seen anything, but Scoop is asking for a favor from the NBA. He just would like a single-digit game, please. It's tough, man. I mean, these NBA playoffs have not been very good to watch. I mean, they just haven't, and we're talking about it because that's what's prominent in the world of sports today, but, like, they're just not good. The NHL playoffs has blown them away, but the NHL playoffs doesn't get the press that the NBA does. Like, here's the thing. You You can take... 18 stories out of a game like this or a game like oh, well, Luca did this and Bullock did this and this guy did this and uh, whatever. St- Spencer didn't whatever. You uh, know, you he got, does this 12. You got six more. Yeah, no, here it comes. Ready? Here comes the next 12. Uh, no, but I'm saying like you could pull stories out of these bad games. Um, Scoop, watch baseball. We all watch baseball every night, every night. It's back, back and forth, back and forth. But technically, honestly, when the, when the Yankees are on, I'm not watching the NBA. Like I'll catch up. And NBA sometimes seems like the sport where like, nah, just turn it on in the fourth quarter and then see what happens, you know, because obviously who wants to see a team go on a, a fucking 30 to but two run in the first half? Who this, cares? You can't do that in this postseason because if you turn it on in the fourth quarter, the game's over, the stars are out and you know, it's a correct point. Right. And if, especially if it's the, the warriors, they're, they're definitely benching their guys. So you're, you're not even seeing Steph in the second half. Anyway, um, I'm going to say if I had to pick tonight's game, um, I'll probably make my bet later on. But I feel like, not disrespectful, but I feel like Miami getting points at home makes me want to go with Miami here. Again, I'll wait for Kyle. <laughs> and I never actually know the time that Kyle drops his picks. It's always like, when it's like five, I'll check the app. No. And then it's six, well, I'll it check depends. the app. No. It's, it, it's crunching it depends a lot of numbers, on I know. When you're waiting on um, things to come out, you're waiting on the, the teams to announce their starting lineups and things like that, you can't make a VIP pick knowing that, one of the most important players in the game Correct. is a game time decision. Correct. So you have to but wait sometimes, in these cases. Sometimes he'll actually put that as like a caveat. Like, hey, this is the spread, but if Hero or Hero or whatever his name is plays, you know, then you got to switch it to this or I would stick with this no matter what. He's done that before. He said, like, I don't give a shit who's playing. This is what's going to happen. And he's hit, you know, so I'm not, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. But again, my knee-jerk reaction right now, I'm, I'm, with, the, I'm with the heat. Tonight, I'm so. not. I'm just taking the home team getting points in any situation. Right. When I don't in a playoff it's like this, it's like how could we say? I don't know. It's if it's really the Celtics are favored, shouldn't they be favored by 18? Because that's what they, the way these games have been going. Right. Obviously, that's not the case. Well, you but you said it. You said it before. Um, you know, it's crazy. At one point, there was a live bet last night. There was a live bet last night to bet the uh, Golden State Warriors plus like 21 when it was a 30 point lead. You could do that. Yeah. And it's like, why wouldn't you? You know they're going to bring it within a certain amount. They're not going to get starched like no, that. No, man, you, you think that. Sometimes I've made that mistake several times. But also, you could you could slap money lines on teams when they're down by 12 in the first half that they're <laughs> minus 300 to start the game, and then you get them like plus 125. You know, them down 12 at halftime, that's nothing in this day and age. Look at that. According to Ryan, there's a stat going on. Kyle's 18-1 and one after using Manscape in the same day making picks. So that's my determining factor. Then he'll talk to the sauce. And, of course, Kyle's biggest attribute to making these picks is I think before we pick, we should ask who Scoop is betting. <laughs> Scoop, where are you at, bro? Where, where are you going? Because he'll be the first one to do it. I'll be like, I'll 
hit the chat and I'll be like, yo, Kyle, you know, I do the the Dave Chappelle meme, like, got them picks, bro, you know? To- Toast is saying he actually jumped in on that live and took Golden State plus 20, 19 and a half. I'm telling you, to me, I didn't do it, but I was like, that's wow, my that's fa- a thing. My like- favorite way to bet the NBA, and that's how I have the most success doing it, which is why I largely haven't really been betting much because I'm not able to do it the way I typically do because I'm very busy at night, so it's hard for me to mm. not be the box score guy these days. Which, yeah, no, and, and like I said, that was that that's was my superpower. That, <laughs> that is your superpower. I don't watch sports. Chris watches nothing until the next day, and then uh, then he analyzes and makes his takes like that. But yeah, so we're all waiting. All right, here we go. Picking the scoop. Uh, picking the scoop. Picking the Celtics minus one and a half. Fade me. Done. Done. That's, I mean, that's, that's it. I want Kyle. You know what I want? I know there's 1,500 VIPs, right? And there's a million people that are hanging in the balance of your picks. I need you today on your website to say, I'm picking the Heat because Scoop picked the Celtics. That's it. No description, nothing else. This is why I'm doing it. And then we're like, who the fuck is Scoop? Be like, go listen to the Chop Sports so, Daily. So, Bang, if, so, there's so, some subscribers. so if somebody knew, if somebody knew Kyle, they would know that he's doing that as a joke, and they would know that his analysis actually did go deep into it. So, yes, do that. <laughs> do that. Do the solid for us there, pal. Oh, man. But anyway. switching off because yeah. of Scoop's bet. <laughs> Ryan's switching his bet, man. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Uh, I was scared to do it because I bet Golden State Warriors heavy That's when they were saying, down 35 Golden to Memphis. Because Golden State is the type of team that, you know, sometimes sure. when they think it's without out of reach, right? they're just like, you know what? Game over. Go shower. So go wash your ass. There's a player in this series. There's a player in this series that we've talked a lot about this week. His name is Jimmy James Butler. Yes, it is. Can you by any chance tell me if James Butler, Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Buckets made the all NBA team? He did not. He did not. So the all NBA team came out yesterday. Here is the first all NBA first team selections. The other way you put them in the opposite order in which I put them in. Oh, you want to go third? Yeah, you second? go count down. It's no, like you don't go first, first team, second team. Nah, like, your first third team. team, nobody gives a the shit. The MVPs are all here, right? Everybody that by was the up way, for MVP. It's not like we're doing the reveal. They, everybody everybody knows. knows. If you're who, an NBA fan, you already there. know. We're just here to debate it. Um, Booker, Luca, Tatum, Giannis, Joker. Any exceptions to this? Any anybody? Did anybody miss out on the first team All NBA right now? LeBron. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's in there somewhere. <laughs> like, I think first. Booker being on there might be a little bit of a stretch. And that's what AJ just said too. AJ comes in, comes in, says Booker being on there is a clown show. Huh. I understand the way they do it is in terms of guards, but this NBA man, it's Ryan so said, it's so difficult. Steph should be first. I agree. I think Steph should be on the first. Bailey team come in and says, of, "Where's Joel and Embiid?" It's I, look. So, Embiid could debate. be the power forward. You could take Tatum out and move Giannis over to the three, and I think that would work as well. And then you could take Booker. I would say maybe me personally it would be Steph. Luca, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic. That would be my top five players in the NBA this season. Um, that's not to take anything away from anybody, but yeah, I know, I know. I'm just again, I saw this and I said mm, no exceptions except but Booker for is Booker, top, Booker's Booker's top five in the MVP voting. Was he? Yeah, I think he was. I, think he was yeah. I mean, third. look, the Suns completely dominated the West the entire year. Yeah, so, yeah. So he's yeah. up there, but again. Who's running point for my team based off of the way he's been playing all year long? It's like, it's a, how do you not put Steph Curry there? I don't like the guy, but no, I like him over Booker. I'm putting Luca at point. Oh, Luca facilitating the ball. Okay. It's just so weird to look at Luca as anything other than just a dominant back in power forward type guy. Like, but he's just, he he's could do not, everything. Yeah, he's not it's even insane to me. 
I don't even think he's like a dominant post player. He has probably decent. But I'm saying you look at his size and it's like, yeah, that's he's, what just, he should he's be. way bigger than that's his that's his biggest asset. That nobody could guard him because he's fucking six ten. How tall is he? I don't know. He's gotta be like six eight, six nine. He's very tall. I don't know. Second team. One. What do we got? Second team. Second team. Bring him on up. Justified. So, Here we go. What do you got? Now we got our boy Steph, John Moran. This is the all I don't care about playing defense team. Now, DeMar DeRozan, <laughs> DeMar DeRozan does play a little bit of D. Oh that. man. Um, you know, again, bump DeMar DeRozan out. You put Tatum there, you move Steph up, and then you bump um You say bump John Moran out, is that what you said? Or DeRozan? No, 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 you can leave John Morant there, but you gotta you gotta you know if you're bumping up Embiid and you're bumping up Steph, then by by default, you have to bump two other guys out of here as well to make room, you know? Correct. Like I'm not gonna eh, maybe not. You're you're taking Embiid out, but then you're needing a size, so you would have any, to move any justification to move Durant up to the first team. No, no, not okay. this year. Okay. I'm just saying he did a lot by himself is what I'm saying. That's why I would give him more credit than a lot of the other guys. Is with, there with anybody that didn't make the top 15 that we would say should well, have made the it? Here's the third team. LeBron leads the third Chris team. Chris Paul, Carl Anthony Towns, Pascal Siakam. Siakam. And Trey Young. Trey Young maybe could be gone for I all mean, I care. Yeah. I would say now, now let's talk about who's the biggest snub because there's a lot of stories here. Maybe a couple. RJ Barrett. First team all. <laughs> First, all all NBA selections for maybe Trey and, and John Moran. What are we doing here? Guys like that. I don't know if Carl Anthony Towns got one last year uh, or Siakam, but a lot of these guys have been here before, at least in some variety. Um, but I would say I don't see a Jimmy Butler. While I'm sitting here trying to bash the fact that you know he's not in it, and you know, so does to, this to solidify this, my point about him not being a top ten. Well, player, I was just going to ask you: Does I this kind of solidify the, the biggest, top fifteen here? No. It, so then, what? But then, wouldn't that make sense? The top fifteen no, players should be the no, top no, 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 three. No, 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 no because because here. they they do. There's a criteria here, and what's the criteria? Be good because you have to choose certain uh, guys at certain spots. Otherwise, Embiid would definitely be on first team. Okay, so when you have a center, you can't pick another center. He's just the center. Like yeah, that's okay. Yeah. All right, so that makes sense. It, it takes some of that away. I think Jimmy Butler's. You know, th- for this season, what he did this year, he should be in the top in the top fifteen. Joel no Embiid finished it. second in MVP voting. It's really tough sell. He's not on the first team, according to Kyle Curry. Yeah, I agree. Um, they're not doing the two centers thing, but they're just taking bigs. Like I thought, that's what they were doing. It's like two bigs and and a wing and two guard. You know, Ryan's, that's how Ryan's do basically this. debunking my point and my question and saying, no way, Trey, Demar, Pascal, Carl, Anthony Towns, CP3 are not top fifteen in the league, but there they are in the top 15 in, in this regard. So it's a different story. It's not, it, so I'm, yeah, like, I'm proving like wrong. If, if I, I'm I didn't looking, know the criteria. Look, the the Suns had a great season. So you're going to throw Chris Paul in there. He's got the name value, you mm. know, obviously. But when you're looking at guys that are, that played for the, the Cavaliers this year, you're looking at the Aaron Fox. They've got some studs in this league that didn't get the recognition because they don't have the name value yet. They're not playing in this certain city. But we'll see. AJ um, coming in saying only because it's a regular season award, Trey deserves to be on there. Like because again, his playoff was no good. I will say this: if I'm judging by the way these 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 lists look, the NBA, Kyle, not just me, doesn't care about defense. And I do care about defense. I'm just saying, like most of these guys don't play. Defense. You know what's funny though? I think this kind of shit needs to be announced before the playoffs even start. And I understand that playoffs aren't taken into consideration, but maybe they are a little bit, even though they're not supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody if somebody has a dominant run in the playoffs right now, or almost in the NBA finals, don't you think one of the writers were like, well, I was gonna put him on the second all team, but th- you see this guy in the playoffs, he's going first. Does that make any sense to you? Like, would they I, I understand it's a regular season award, but they should do it before the playoffs start. 
Yes. You know? Yes. And now, Kyle, I do agree. There is an all-NBA defensive team, but um, how do I say this? Um, there is no offensive team. There's no all NBA offensive team. That's like the that's like the, the so argument. So this is the offensive team. Well, that's like the argument MVP. And they take the all NBA offensive team and they make it just the all NBA team. Well, because that I was just saying this is the same thing in the NFL. Like you have the NFL and then you have the offensive player of the year. But if you win MVP nine times out of ten, like you know you're not a defensive player. <laughs> like it's just the way it is. MVP is an offensive side of the of the coin here. Um, NBA doesn't like it. You're right because I could pick five who didn't make it to the beat the third NBA team. Speaking of beating teams, you want to bring up this, uh, Gooch, because this is something that my boy Brian Casey posted in Chop Sports, the Facebook group. If you're not on the Facebook group, get over there. We debate, chop it up every so day. Let me, let me just give a little clarification because sure. some of these guys may be watching on their phone. And these are three starting lineups. And what we typically have in these scenarios is like an all-time Lakers team, an all-time Spurs team, and an all-time Bulls team. But this is a little bit different. It's all-time yellow, all-time black, all-time red. And somebody might, some of you guys might not be able to see the names or the faces that are on some of these graphics because they're a little small and you're on your phone. So I'll start with the Lakers or the yellow, yellow team. team. And it is LeBron. And they had the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, alternate jersey LeBron. Just, for, just so to make just, this fit. Just to make this fit. Even though he's technically on, he could have been shifted over to red. Like, technically, he's also <laughs> on the Lakers now. So they could have just used that. Very true. Um, so it's LeBron, Kobe, Shaq, Steph Curry, Magic Johnson. Yikes. Okay. Right? I mean, that's okay. That's a tough one to Pretty contend good. with. Yeah. Then on the black team, we got Tim Duncan, Dwayne Wade, the Admiral David Robinson, Allen Iverson, and we got KD. On the red team, we have Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Hakeem, the Dream Olajuwon, Tracy McGrady, and then Dennis Rodman. Uh, all right, so the the people watching out there, just chime in. Say who the, who the best is because there was a debate on, on the Facebook group, and if you want to debate it here, debate it here. Um, Ryan actually saw it on the Facebook group. He goes, this was great, and clearly gold, and he's, he's going gold. I Not even like yellow. The like gold is, is winning. Gold. And that was my initial thought as well. I was like, yeah, gold. Yeah, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't, I mean, I, I'm not going to say it doesn't seem close because, of course, you got red. Jordan's over there, right? I mean, there's Hakeem's some 15 great players, right? So, right. to me, if I'm looking at it, I, I'm the way I'm going to break it down initially is like, okay, matchup-wise, how who's going to dominate the paint easiest? And then you, you look over, you have Shaq, but then you're like, well, they don't really have another true big, but they do have legit size in LeBron and Magic. Magic was able to play in the post early in his career. You, everybody watched Winning Time. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that's going to end up hurting them a little bit and not being able to deal with some of the size that the other two teams have. Um, I think you could automatically eliminate the, the black team because if Dennis Rodman has to play against Tim Duncan, I think Tim Duncan's going to start crying. Um, <laughs> Dennis Rodman would, would eat, would own him, I think. And I know that people are going to probably bash me. I just think Rodman is one of the most underrated players and what he brought to a team in history. And that's why I'm going to go with red. Because You're going with red to win this? I'm going with red to win this. For, first things first, they have Jordan. Wow. Right? So Jordan is just a better version of Kobe. Then you have LeBron, who is much of a LeBron fan. I am and a LeBron guy that I am. I feel like Scottie Pippen has been talking about what he would do to LeBron James if they ever played. Now he would lock him up. <laughs> now you got your chance, Scottie. And Rodman and Scottie Pippen were both in agreement by saying, like, LeBron doesn't have any moves whatsoever. He's just big, and his moves are basic, and they would lock him up. I do believe LeBron, uh, Robin locks up almost any player in the modern day. He's like the best chance at stopping Giannis, the best chance at stopping some of these guys. But Ryan um, says the, the Red can play defense and they have chemistry, they considering have best, three teammates they, they on this team. They have the best defensive team by far. Tracy McGrady doesn't play defense, but when you have these other guys giving all the effort and you're not going to be asking McGrady to shoot 
30 times a game. Maybe he could use his athletic Here's ability a- and kind of catch on and play a little defense. And I think that uh, – oh, what rules? Yeah, what, what decade is this being played in? Because, you know, if this is a, a knock on me saying, I love the 90s, you know what I mean? Like, th- the game has obviously changed. So let's just say – right now i mean like right now with this team like in their primes but then like you think about it and like would hakeem survive against Giannis right now i don't know you know what i mean like i don't I, they're, they're totally different body types Giannis yeah, is a freak Giannis, they're like the same guy but, but like Giannis no but Giannis is just, yeah <laughs> but in terms of size that's what Giannis is basically. he said uh if it was today's nba red would get shot out of the court jim whatever um if it was today's NBA, Red would get shot out of the court. They would be the four seed, and they would dominate the postseason. Who's playing the three for the gold? Kobe or Magic? Can I also say I would I would take McGrady out and put Derrick Rose in? But Derrick Rose, I love it. Um, I love that actually. Who's playing the three uh, for for the red for the gold for the for gold, the gold? Um, LeBron? <laughs> Kyle Kyle says uh, yellow has th- three 40% three point shooters compared to zero on the red. That's yeah, a quick stat, I, man. You pull also, that up I, now? Just, I just think that it's pretty quick. I just think that the bulls or the red team in this equation, they're the best defensive team. And all those three point shots that people think they would be jocking up on the other teams. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't really be getting them off because they're off the ball defense. <laughs> so who's the four for gold? <laughs> he wants to, uh-huh. uh, Ryan's coming in. Who's the four magic Johnson. Wow. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Uh, Kobe barely a top 15 player. Stop, Scoop. Come on, bro. What, the, what kind of shit I is I say that? magic because he's done it. How, how is this a thing? How is he allowed to that's, comment? That's, is he just, it's trolling, right, scoop, at this point? Scoop. Um, oh, say that on your show and take a, a, a page out of Kyle's book and just say the most ridiculous outlandish <laughs> take and see if it sticks. LeBron at four, magic at three. That's what Jay, uh, AJ I'm putting. I'm putting... Uh, Magic at the three because I know for a fact that Magic Johnson has I've, gone down low and won an NBA title. So all court. right, so for somebody to create, it this, was 1921, <laughs> but still. So for somebody to create this graphic, right? It feels like the black team is getting absolutely no love right now. Like absolutely not. Like I heard red and gold for the last three minutes. Never once mentioned a guy like Tim Duncan and David Robinson together. The twin towers. Yeah, together. They, play, they 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 did play together. They were on the same team. I, I was there. Yeah, so, <laughs> I was there for the. For so the it's next not like we're way. like have to imagine it. That, no, I know, but I'm happen. saying like you're looking at this team and nobody's giving them any love though. That they can't run with this uh, any other team. They can't. Really? Yeah, because they also can't shoot and Durant? they can't. How Wade? are they gonna? Who? How are they gonna match up? Think about well, who's Dwayne Wade and and Allen Iverson gonna cover? Dwayne Wade's gonna cover LeBron. No, he's not. Why not? What about Durant and LeBron? Okay. Right. Okay. So then, who's covering Magic? Tim Duncan. <laughs> Maybe Iverson to be a pest. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just feel like they've just been they, they were lost. They There's were lost in the severe, severe matchup issues there, and I think that they they lack a true point guard. Mm. Gonna help. Gonna really hurt against teams that are just very very well coached and well disciplined. Yeah, I don't even think that's close. The black team's got to go. Well, AJ says, put, put LeBron Wallace. in the black team with the Miami jersey, and this is a different conversation. Yeah, and then you maybe you take Tim Duncan out and put Rasheed Wallace in. How about this one? Kawhi can go into the black team somewhere. Like that? Maybe. All right, so now let's just Black make- doesn't get any love because uh, well, he's at three of the four. They, they don't, don't have know, a point. Guard. Three of the four best players are ever are on golden red. Maybe that's why. Yeah, he's got a point. You know, there's a point there. There's a point there. But. And Tim Duncan's just never gotten any love. He's so boring, and he was really good. Yeah, but the banks were always open when Duncan that, was on like, the court. Guys like Dennis Rodman would relish the opportunity to, to just play against Tim Duncan in their primes. But Anybody we'll never that see was it. concerned about how Dave sounds like he's 
when he's drinking his water. Sorry, I don't mean to put the mic right there, but it's just my chop uh, uh, sports brought to you by Smart Water. <laughs> I needed the hydration today. Yeah, we're going to get flagged now because of that. Probably. Oh, please. Just, we're at Manscaped and, and Fusco every day. All right. All right. <sighs> Save the other thing for another day. What other thing do we have? The top uh, overpaid, underpaid, whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah. Save it for another day. Fun. All right, cool. So tonight, obviously, we got ourselves another NBA Eastern Conference Finals game. Watch that. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Tomorrow, if topics permit, there is an article that dropped today on the NFL dot on the NFL on NFL.com um, where the article is entitled, and I just want to bring it up just to give you a teaser, uh, all paid team of tomorrow. So these are guys all about to cash in on a new contract, whether they be on their option year or just searching for a second deal, whatever. Uh, these are all guys coming up on contract, and uh, they basically say the, the highest-ranked dudes in those categories. So, anyway, uh, so Jimmy also, Palumbo. Also, out. Kyle, maybe we want to uh, talk about possibly coming on in on Friday yes. and maybe doing some week one leans, some way too early week one leans, and, and give people a little bit of a taste of what we have in store for football season. Yeah, man, we need football. I need football back. Um, not much. Steelers hired Omar Khan as the next GM. Uh, just looking up and down the the. Watson's in trouble again. <laughs> so anyway, in any event, this has been a show. Again, um, I, I don't want to downplay at all uh, the the events of yesterday. And obviously, we come on here every day. We try to have a good time. We try to chop it up. We try to entertain the people that decide to come in here every day. And we thank you guys each and every day. You guys come in and join the join the festivities. But of course, the 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 main focus today is to just, you know, hug your loved ones a little bit harder today. Um, it's it's a really, really terrible day for the country. Hopefully we get right back into, you know, trying to get get on the right path. I don't know where the solve is, when the solve is going to come, but you just got to somehow, some way, keep the faith. I don't know. So rest in peace, and obviously my thoughts and prayers to everybody uh, affected from yesterday. So for Sturch and Gooch, Rob will be back in whenever. Uh, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Daily and we'll see you guys tomorrow, 11 o'clock. Jimmy, it's called pulling trig, bro. When you put your finger down your throat, it's called pulling trig. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.